0: Welcome to House Common Blood, where strangers are family. Every episode contains graphic content, including, but not limited to, copious amounts of blood, unnecessary cursing, death of all ages, be they infants or mortals, fantasy drug use, nudity, mentions of sex, and sound effects of various qualities. Cannot stress enough that this is mature content with adult themes. You have been warned, anyone got a light?
1: hope I don't fuck this up, because I've never been able to do this right without stumbling. Welcome to House Comblood. I am Gray, your DM and host for a D&D 5e podcast currently playing the adventure Hangman Worms of Frostheart. Our party were former prisoners, once covert operatives for Juliano's government, as they face sentient calamities led by the Rebirth Bastion, a Genasi army threatening world destruction. Recently... Our misfit group confronted an emotional vampire in Sha'em, a town made of a thinking slime mimic, a sentient calamity. After a fierce battle and defeating the vampire, they face consequences, like a curse from a hag. Now free from imprisonment, the party journeys on, even delivering cookies to another hag. However, a party member is cursed to kill a living seal leading them to a dungeon with a Tarasque burial site. Breaking the curse involved an unusual pact, transplanting an elder brain into a Tarasque skeleton. The Necromancer, Phoenix, a Fire Genasi, was defeated, and the Tarasque remains within its ward. Venturing south to ruins with a dormant teleportation circle, the party discovers a world map with four sets of two glowing symbols. Their next target is in Locus within the Titan Sea. Rather simple, don't you think? I'm joined here today by our players, Mega.
0: Hello,
1: I am Mega,
2: and I play Eddie, the Otterboy Triton Bastard class. I also play Eddie, as well as any other characters that may contain a similar naming scheme.
1: Except Captain Eddie. Not yet, anyway. Oh, shit. As well as Aluya.
3: Hi there, Nita here. I play All Allblack, the human cleric sorcerer.
1: As well as Rekuzan.
4: Howdy, everyone. I'm Rekuzan. I play Mavet Sohafidosh,
1: the sap that holds the party together. And finally, our dear girl, Moo.
5: Hello, my name is Moo-Mean. Wow, my throat is dying. I am a... Fire Genasi, Artificer, Alchemist, who is constantly on fire and currently making someone never forget.
1: Question to the party, who wants money?
3: We all do. You starve us of money.
1: Oh, God, that's so good to hear. Hallelujah! you seem very enthusiastic and want money. Listen,
3: I already shake my goods for money. What more do you want?
1: Oh, I want so much from you, my dear girl, so much. I actually... Wanna go back to our roots? You remember back in the old days how we used to do this intro? How we would just talk to each other, and even the players would recount what happened each previous session.
3: You son I'm of a bitch! To myself, Why would you? I, do this I was just to me? thinking to
1: myself. I was just thinking to myself. Hey, I already do a full recap on entire seasons. It's just so weird just to have me recap what happened last session. If you'd be a deer, I would love to hear what happened last session. My memory's a little foggy.
3: You can't see it, but you're, you're two of them are up.
1: <laughs> two middle fingers. <laughs>
3: um, so, Seer and Oluya have made these plans to meet up with certain Janasi folk. Uh, they went off to spend the night at a place called the disheveled Newt in. Yep. Um, there, I believe, Seer remade her homunculus servant, um, whose name's Spanky. She allowed, uh, Aaliyah to name it. And then, uh, the girls, they got some drinks to, to celebrate uh, their events, and, you know, Aaliyah drank too much, and you, she could not help but contain certain feelings started to spill um seer sobered her up and oh yeah while they were at the inn they got a phone a shell phone
1: yes Mm. a crusher
3: and and wait i have notes i have notes i am the note taker
1: are you saying you're cheating
3: (laughs) this is what they're here for um, I
1: didn't say you could use notes on the test, I'm sorry.
3: You didn't say I couldn't.
1: What the um, hell did the notes say? Hmm? This was not accurate to the syllabus. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: yes, the shell phone. Um, well, my vet also has an encounter with seeing something quite large in the ocean... And he also gets a slight reading lessons from the gate guard that we do not know his name and I don't think we ever will. Um, But it doesn't go well because they don't have Hooked on Phonics. Um, And then uh, Seer and Luya go to this Genasi meeting where they were offered uh, a spot to join them because Captain Eddie is in the middle of some sort of operation. Yes? Oh, and connections, uh connections to the people uh, we swap places with. we sense that they're weaker.
1: That is absolutely correct. And again, let me uh put an F- emphasis on this. Uh, towards uh the connections, it was it's always fate. like uh, it, I would say even towards like uh, when I mentioned it, you guys weren't too aware of this connection until it just weakened. Uh, but yes. Um, we are using our, uh, uh, our little homebrew exhaustion, uh, system, so it's not just a, uh, a, <laughs> a six-day time range. Uh, you guys, uh, do have up till, uh, ten days minimum, or potentially five with bad luck, uh, where people could die. Uh, before we get uh, a little too crazy, Aluja, please roll me a 2d10. I'm stealing this from, uh, Mega. Uh... <laughs> It's a very sweet way of giving people gold, especially when you're stingy like me. Uh, I do need to ask uh, Mega. Uh, I don't believe we uh, went too far into uh, Eddie and uh, my vet last session, correct? Like, uh, you guys were still at the manor planning to leave the manor? You got yourself nine gold pieces.
2: Well, we weren't necessarily uh, going to leave the manor uh, at least like straight away mostly because we were kind of like uh, waiting on the whole situation of oh yeah it's uh the the other half of the party just like went into a meeting with the uh essentially the campaign enemy or at least a faction thereof yep so like that kind of needed to get resolved
1: facts. first <laughs> yep that is uh facts um and, and just for my sake uh Eddie Uh, what, what's the, uh, in your head, and I'm going to give you, uh, I'm going to give you a little poll here. What, what, what would you say the distance between the, the man, uh, the manor in this location would be? Would you say a half a mile, full mile, uh, miles away? Oh, you mean like, uh, like the size of the estate? No, sorry. The distance between the estate and where this meeting is happening. Like, I know we uh, tend to stay a a little vague, but just for my reference, like, what would you say the distance between your estate and uh, this uh, warehouse in the middle of the city would be?
2: Uh, I would say I'd give it
1: a mile. Okay. Good mile. Good to hear. All right. All right. Before we get too crazy here, I made a mistake and I'm still trying to get into the swing of this, but please... Just humor me. Everyone except Mega. I need a uh, wisdom save. Uh, just, well, actually, before I get too crazy here, Mega, towards uh, your little vessel, does that uh, uh, feature uh, restore on a, uh, a short rest, or is it a long rest?
2: Uh, it is a long rest. I'm assuming it is this long is rest? Her, okay. your second yeah. wave
1: of scry. Yes, that's why I'm asking. Yeah, um, This is from the day prior, Uh, before you guys took a long rest, we already did the one after you took a long rest. And I'd like, uh, it seems like you've been using that vessel for the uh, uh, first wave, if I'm not mistaken. That seems to be the pattern here.
2: Well, it's like, I mean, he could theoretically stay there uh, for eight hours. The problem is, is that like they keep doing it at the beginning of the day and that's not convenient.
1: Yeah. Okay, then I would actually need you to make the saving throw as well. Um, Yes, and I I need to get my habit as well. Uh, Get back into the swing of offering you guys rolls. All right. Uh, Mavet, I believe that's 25. Jesus Christ, Seer, that's 26.
3: Am I allowed to roll with guidance?
1: No,
2: because it's a saving throw. If you have some other way to boost your saving throws, it's a different story.
1: But I don't think you do.
3: I don't. But I guess 17 is not terrible.
1: 22. Everyone's rolling in the fucking 20s.
5: The roaring
1: 20s. Uh, bless bless would work, uh, Cupcake, but you need that prior knowledge that's happening. And usually when this occurs, not only is it in an uh, invisible sensor, but typically you're not aware of its uh, presence. Uh, Eddie's just a, a special case where uh, his blind sense kicks in. Ooh, fucking 20, everyone, just 24 for mega. You all did great. Um, It appears and it fails. Poof, gone. And this is probably uh, one of the most important ones that you guys could have succeeded on. Uh, (laughs) If uh, you guys ask me in the future, I can uh, uh, tell you how this session could turned out uh, very differently. But uh, seeing how these rolled out, Everything's going smooth. Everything's going fine. All right. Where should we start off with? Well, I
2: mean, we kind of ended last session with the, uh, with the, like, essentially with the line is like, oh, by, oh, we just needed to kill the man known as Captain
1: Valentine. Valentine. Dun, dun, dun. dun bum. Bum. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Is everyone feeling the same way? Should we just pick it up? Back to the negotiations? Back to the talk? Let's get a feel for it. So, as the camera comes into uh, view, we just see like motes of dust glittering in the uh, sunlight from the boarded up windows right through the cracks. We see those streams of light. As we begin to come further and further, we see that we're in a dilapidated inn, all boarded up, all everything stored in crates and barrels, cobwebs everywhere, and thick. Thick coats of dust. As the camera moves out of the shadows and the uh, streaks of light, we come into the main room where we see some familiar genasi. Bring everyone to the map here. All right. As we get back into the scene within the shack, we do see the uh, water genasi frog people. Along with uh, the man known as uh, Captain Eddie, and you'll notice that all the art's been updated to reflect that, as well as our dear girl Aluia, If you zoom in, you guys are right in front of a uh, a cold hearth, cold stone hearth, uh, sitting on uh, two velvet red chairs on top of a bearskin rug, as you're talking to Captain Eddie, um, a male Janassi with slick. Back, black hair, uh, hair and watery skin. And you just see him just rolling around a little glass with some uh, spiced rum. It's nice, dark, and uh, almost amber-like under uh, the the sunlight. But I think he uh, continues on here, saying, Taking out Captain Valentine. I wish for his body. I won't bore you with the details, but if you can get this accomplished, I can bring you straight to Quagmire. Uh, typically, it'd be a, what, 12, 14-day journey. We can make in five.
3: And out of character, we don't know about Valentine yet, right?
5: Oh, no, we know about him. We do. Yeah, you guys met him. We do.
3: Okay. Mm-hmm. Is that the one where I was missing?
1: Yes. Yes. Okay. Mm.
3: Okay. Alright, well, give me a moment so I could discuss it with my friend here.
1: Please, feel free. Uh, give me a, an insight w- check, both of you. So we have a uh, 17. As both of you are uh, sitting within the room, ready to move, uh, flicking, uh, flickering uh, your eyes around the room, darting it between the frogs and the man himself, you feel as if Both of you are doing perfectly fine. They don't seem to know your uh, reputation. They don't seem to know who you are. But what I will say, during the last session, you guys mentioned that you were prisoners. That seemed to spur some cogs into the guy's head. He may have heard of you and your group, but he doesn't know of you. He doesn't recognize you. Tread lightly.
5: Well, and that's also why I never mentioned there were others. I only mentioned it was just me and her.
1: Yep. Uh,
3: so, in whispered hushes, we—I will move far away from everyone.
1: Be the frogman, respecting your privacy. We you also see little uh, uh, Spanky uh, begin to follow suit Zzzz Zzzz. as it falls by.
3: Uh, Aluya will talk but she'll kind of keep it light in her face like nothing is wrong um like no worries or anything oh shit what are we supposed to do with that guy now
5: in this case alluvia it's very much a simple task we oh go ahead
3: she just says we kill him (laughs) we kill
5: um i mean we could but he's also very valuable the solutions that i have is very simple They didn't ask, they only want his body. So what we do is just simply give him the body while we keep the valentine.
3: Like I know to you that makes sense, but in my mind, I don't know how that's possible.
1: Um, I I guess I will offer uh, something to the both of you here. Um, this one will be uh, two arcana checks and they will be uh, offered with advantage. And the main reason I'm offering it with advantage is because the situation sounds very familiar. All right. We got an 18 and an 18. Holy shit. Uh, both of it. Uh, both of you click. Um, assuming the rules can be pulled off correctly, there are uh, spells that are available to you at this moment. Well, not entirely sure that anyone in the party has the capability, but you know that this is a uh, route, especially if you seek help from uh, another source where a person can feign death. Uh, the main reason I'm, I'm offering this with advantage is because this was a, a possible solution for the shackles and a uh, avenue that became uh, clear well after the solution. So yeah, there is a, a route where you could, air quotes, uh, kill Valentine. But would you kill
3: your Valentine? In a heartbeat. Mm.
1: But yeah, that is an optional route. I want to make sure that uh, girls are aware of.
3: Oh, that's what I was
5: going to, upo- um, you know, suggest. So, here's the thing, though. The thing we need to think about less is how do we make sure we get the body back? Or how do we make sure that once they have the body, they could just simply run off? That's the thing about certain spells is that death is not permanent like you and I. It's very much malleable. However, we don't want him to turn into us. So we just simply have him play dead. And if we have him play dead, he can just simply walk off. But the issue that I have is this. If he walks off, we need to figure out if there's a possible way he can have his body. And you'll see with her hand being close to you, do like quotation marks, unrecoverable. Mm -hmm. I think the ocean is a very common place for people to throw bodies when they want to hide things.
1: Um, just to add in, uh, one more thing here. Uh, you do not feel the sense of, a sentient calamity around in the area. Yep, no- nothing's crazy, no- n- no crazy phenomenon is happening. It seems like, a Tandeka Island is a, a, moment of, uh, respite.
3: What if they want to, like, chop him up into pieces? I mean, the
5: thing is, it has to be logic behind it. If they just want someone dead- Why would they want to chop him up to bits when I would say it's unnecessary, you have your target dead?
3: Well, what if they want to make sure he's double dead? Like, I'm not saying me, but possibly me. If I want to make sure that no one comes back, maybe I make sure that they're not going to come back.
5: Mm -hmm. That's why I suggested the ocean.
1: As you uh, both have your little uh, whispered conversation, uh, I'm going to let the insight insight roll ride here. You see that uh, Captain Eddie is getting a little impatient as he's staring at a little stopwatch, and you see his uh, fingers rolling on his armrest.
5: So not a watch, a stopwatch, particularly. Oh, he just sorry, not a stop.
1: Pocket <laughs> watch. Sorry, I'm not sure why the hell I said stopwatch. Yeah, yes, he's he's tracking how long this is going to take you.
5: Hmm. <laughs> For the time being, we shouldn't make them wait too long. We could hammer out more of the details later. But let's accept Not only that, we have the thing to communicate with So we could play around
3: Okay, okay, got it Ribbit
1: (laughs) As he looks at you from the chair He uh, stands up
3: So we discussed it and We agree We will get you what you want
1: (laughs) It's fantastic to hear He gives you a a smile You see that his uh, teeth gleam like pearls Well If that's the case and he strokes his chin. I guess initiation is in order. Look, to accept you into our fold, go are going to need Valentine. I need his corpse. I need to show my superiors that the job is done. But, and he's looking into both of your eyes, I like both of your enthusiasm. So, I'd like for you to come with us. The little ceremony that we're holding. We're going to be talking to a very powerful and strong man. We might need some extra numbers into our fold in case... Do you see his hand rolling in the air? In case anything goes wrong. Judging by how strong both of you are, looking at Aluya's form then towards uh, Seer. I think uh, we have a better chance. Survival.
5: Mind to tell us a bit more about this powerful person? It seems as if he has shooken you.
1: Shaken is the wrong word. Just being cautious. One should always be cautious when dealing with a dragon. You see his tongue moving around his mouth. (sighs) Takes a deep breath. Unfortunately, I have a lot to do today. When the sun sets... And darkness begins to set out on the island. I want you to meet me in a certain sea cave. And you see him holding out his uh, index finger. And please, don't hurt the denizens. Just say that you're with us and they will not harm you. But please, make sure to cover your ears.
3: Uh, Where is the sea cave? Uh, What is it called?
1: is to the southwest. The name of the cave is... Sea Cave of Sirens. Yes, it's, it's quite to the point. It really tells you what's in store. Do not grab any of the gold, the treasure, and for the love of all the gods, cover your ears. Begins to stand up. Before I go, is there anything you'd like to say to me, fledglings? looks towards seer and towards lua
3: out of curiosity uh, you said uh, this being is a dragon
1: yes scaleless one
3: uh, pray tell what would be that name
1: um i actually want to see how you girls like what kind of impression you've left so far uh i'm actually going to require a, a persuasion check although he is offering an audience and requires your uh your arms in case things go awry, you guys are still acquaintances i like, i just
2: like to know the man of the dick i'm sucking
5: i just want to see can i give Aluia advantage because i know my charisma is not great but i did help lead the negotiation pretty well to be supportive so i want to make sure aluia gets the be- um better roll since i'm not a you good one. you may roller. roll with
1: advantage Um, But I would like to hear a little bit of RP on uh, how you do assist with this. I know that you uh, made the main drive here, but uh, I would still like to hear something in this situation.
5: Then I'll have Aluia roll first, and then I want to hear what Aluia says first, to maybe convince him, and then I'm going to smooth it over. Okay.
3: 25. Well, I've heard quite some tales of dragons. They are quite formidable, but I've never encountered one.
5: Not only that, but I hate to say this, but when you say scaleless, we can't help but be intrigued because that either means, well, either they're dying or extremely unique, if that makes sense. We, we're just
1: uh, curious. Oh, hold on, where... hold on, hold on. Back Backpedal here. Um, Just so you yeah, the player know. Yeah, unique history of this world. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so when it comes to uh, dragons... And uh, I just want to make sure this is clear to everyone on the table. Uh, they are born without scales. Their scales are earned by killing uh, a dragon with scales. That's how they earn their rank and power. Then I can mm. change it
5: up then. All yeah, right. please. And when you mention a dragon that's scaleless, I have to ask if they are of a certain age, because often those are very young dragons, but if they are an old dragon, then it sounds rather peaceful.
1: Rather ancient, and you see him just biting at his cheek. But without any armor, he can die like the rest. Uh, he uh, looks towards uh, the both of you. The name of this dragon. He's obtained a new title. He's the Slayer of Delger, the Scourge of the South, Grimmer. And he gives a bit of a somber smile during the flood of Drogue Ports dragon crawled out of the ruins of the town and we have the pleasure of helping him and his smile grows wider as he snakes his hand underneath his jacket and you just see the glimmer of amber as he pulls out a perfectly round gem an ambrose pearl and as it glimmers in the uh Streaks of light from the boarded up window. We see dust glittering around it. And on the inside, it's almost like there's a water that swishes and moves. But as he stops, the liquid keeps moving within it. Just imagine the color and transparency of uh, Amber you'd see in a movie. The Ambrose Pearl. He will not want this. And in exchange, he will call a storm for us. And he just gives a devious smile as he brings it close to his chest and hides it underneath his jacket. This mission is important. Our lives are put on stake here. And our kin and population depend on this island. You just see his nostrils flare as he looks towards the window. You will make us proud. And he begins to walk to the door and as he does you just see him you see him put his uh, thumb in his mouth and as he uh, does and licks his hand you see skin forming on his hand and the rest of his body and almost like paint he slides his hand down his forearm and then towards his shoulder until you see him look like a human then the rest of uh, the Janasi follows suit as they put on their disguises. And uh, begin to uh, disperse. Uh, any more uh, questions before this man uh, leaves?
5: In my case, I would like to do an Arcana check. Because I'm curious if he's doing similar Alter Self. Or if he's has just something he could just pull out of his butt. You know? On Transformations.
2: Yeah, it's because of the, uh, the butt plug of Alter Self. Uh, as long as it remains
1: up your butthole. It's so. <laughs>
3: Uh, When you have a moment, what was the name of the dragon again? I missed it. I'm trying to write it. Grimmer.
1: Yep, no problem. I can uh, put it into uh, chat. Hmm. As a... uh, Just for the audience, because it's been so fucking long. uh, The name might sound a a bit familiar, as uh, the last time we've uh, talked about this dragon was with a familiar kobold. And... (laughs) So this seems like... uh, What's the best way to put this? So when you guys were in Sheam and fought against uh, the Genasi there, you noticed that their, uh, uh, their uh, anatomy seemed uh, altered. Their powers seemed different from a uh, traditional Genasi. Whatever the Rebirth Bastion is doing to their fellow Genasi alters them. In this case, yes, it does appear that uh, this person is using uh, Alter Self, the spell, but what is strange is it seems like an uh, innate uh, spell casting, and uh, it, it appears that the spell seems, <laughs> as uh, uh, going along with uh, the title of the spell, it seems altered in itself. So uh, again, towards how high you rolled, it does not appear like uh, the duration is uh, the same, as well as obviously the concentration. It seems like it comes easily to them, like they're putting on a disguise, but it does seem to be changing them uh, to a biological level.
5: Just checking, then. Then, Seer will put back on their disguise.
1: Uh, I think even Eddie might comment on your disguise and say, Cousin, you really should consider a better disguise. Lynchings do happen.
5: Oh, I'm very aware, but let's just say I have a little issue. That makes it harder for me to do what I do.
1: I- All I'm saying is I worry about your well-being. And our mission is important. We cannot help you if you catch the eye of the public. If you're lynched, you'll break all of our hearts.
5: Oh, I've lived long enough to avoid many of the issues that we have to deal with daily. I do not have fear for my companion is very much- one of the best people to have by my side if I need to get a quick getaway whisked away like a damsel.
1: Looks approvingly at, uh, Iluia, then back towards Seer. Meet us at dusk. Gives a nod. And, uh, they begin to leave, uh, the building. And you guys are there alone. Is there any final words that you get, uh, say while you're alone?
3: Seer, we should leave here and we should discuss things further because because of things, and I'm feeling a certain way, and we should go.
1: Mm. I assume you would uh, give a quick call to Eddie to let you know that uh you guys aren't dead, or fighting, or dying.
5: Once we get to the location, you know?
3: Sorry, we're meeting at the cave at dusk?
1: Yeah, the cave at dusk. Uh, more specifically, 8pm.
5: What we'll mm. do then is that... Okay, Sierra will be like, let's head back to the inn then. I think we could just pay for another night, and then we'll just... Take care of our business there for... I don't think it's a wise choice to speak here. We need a, a private place.
1: Well, the only important bit I have to know is if you guys uh, call Eddie or, like, communicate to the other half of the party.
5: Oh, that's... We plan to. It's just not here.
1: All right. So we'll say that you guys are back at the end, and at some point that happens. Okay. Now I'm going to activate the damn scene without giving away any more secrets. Alright. I'm going to say uh, Eddie, uh, Ma vet, uh, you are at the manor at the moment, and at uh, some point uh, the other uh, half of the party will contact you. Uh, what do you guys do in the meantime? In fact, my vet, what the fuck are you doing? Specifically?
4: I'm pretty sure last I left we were Talking to Valentine.
1: Hmm. Or about you
4: just random stuff. Just talking about his vocal cords.
1: Yes, they uh they seem to be they seem to be working. It's just my throat is a bit <clears throat> sensitive.
4: Is that because of Eddie?
1: Um God. Eddie, uh position.
4: You're mm. <laughs> <laughs>
1: this is important to roleplay
2: I would say he is a verse top Okay,
1: gives you a smile I bet and uh, I think he might even just say yep he didn't help
4: you may need water water helps me grow
1: yes please grab me the best water you can find spice rum should be in the liquor cabinet
4: (laughs) (laughs) you have legs do you not
1: we are friends are we not
4: no i just know you
1: X a a little shocked why you wouldn't lay your life down for me no squints his eyes there's a little bit of a crooked smile and begins to uh walk off towards the liquor cabinet all right eddie uh i believe this would be uh uh, somewhere around in this time, because I know this conversation started when you went into your uh, uh, air quotes bedroom, your other other bedroom, your bedroom within your bedroom his otherworldly bedroom. <laughs> yes. So uh, please, uh, if you need to go on a little bit about uh, your internal bedroom, go ahead. If it's not important, you uh, pop out around this time.
2: Well, I mean, I think while he's in there, it's like uh, I feel like he would at least like uh, it's like uh grab a few of his uh mushrooms from his own bedroom supply it's like uh mm-hmm. but uh i think other th- i think other than that uh i think he would come out you know like a uh, semi soon once he was like uh, done tending to
1: that mm. um tell me about your windows i know that's a weird uh question here but uh tell me about your windows. Are they fully like uh, drawn up? Like uh, uh can you even see outside? Like
2: I like to imagine that um like looking out his windows, it's like there is uh if you'll permit the pun, a bit of a haze outside. Oh yeah. Like uh like a like a flowing
1: like uh smoke. They're, yeah, there like uh they're, there's factories within the town, aren't there? Or is this a pure, uh, like a purely like a export import kind of town?
2: Um, I would say that if there are factories, uh, it would be I mean, like a, similar to like uh, places like uh like a China, for example. It's like it's kept off in a district where it can't be even easily seen by the more touristy parts of the island.
3: Yeah,
1: I kind of imagine this is the smoke that we're seeing that's causing the haze as well. Is just like those hidden factories, like poisoning the air slowly and gradually. Um, that being said, uh, I'm going to offer two rolls here. Um, it is uh, Eddie Mavette, is your choice whether you want to make a perception check or a nature check. Uh, both of them have uh, two different DCs. Damn, and that was pretty fucking high. Like, uh, Eddie with a natural 1, but it ends up being a 10. Uh, Mavet with a 14 on, uh... And you wanted to roll Perception, is that correct? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, uh, do apologize, but, uh, you, you don't quite, uh, meet the threshold. Unless you have anything to influence that roll.
4: Nope.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you, uh, look outside and the clouds look, uh, pretty... But you get a, a sinking feeling just looking at them, and you don't know why. Must be the factories. You guys are uh, within uh, the bedroom, and at some point here, you will get a, a phone call. Um, Who would be making the phone call out of the two girls?
3: Oh, uh, Seer so is the one who has the show phone.
1: Yeah. We'll say about an hour has passed. Like, uh, you guys got the meeting... Like at eight o'clock, uh, took about half an hour during the talk, then another half an hour to get back, where you finally reached out. Uh, but uh, please go ahead, let me hear the phone call here. And uh, what's your ringtone, uh, Eddie? Um, better
5: better better better.
1: Yep, there bada, bada. we go. I love that. Gotcha. <laughs> nope, never mind. I'm taking away from you. That's way better. I don't care what you say. Better 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 better. Better better
0: better Oh, hold on. I think they're calling. Good chat.
5: Um, hello?
0: Uh, hey, Seer. Sorry, it's always better to wait for the other person to speak first when they're calling.
5: No worries. But, so, meeting went well. However, I have some bad news and some worse news. Which one would you like to hear?
0: We might as well keep going from bad to worse.
5: So here's the bad news. As we were negotiating, they were letting us be able to join their fold and be able to connect with many of the people that we need to find, as well as be able to get to a location within five days, which is rather nice, if you think about it, if we're able to achieve their goals. Problem is, they want a dead Captain Valentine. Now, we might have solutions around that issue. However, the thing that irked me a bit more is that Valentine needs to be shown to their superiors, so that means they can't be short-time dead, they had to be dead-dead. So, we'll just have to find a solution around that without losing a really needed contact, if that makes sense. Or, simply, we just fake it. Regardless, the worst news is that we're in dusk going to meet a powerful being that very well will already know us, and might blow our disguises. Do you remember that book we had that we found that electrocuted me heavily? Yeah. Apparently we might have found the person named Grimmer who used to own the book. Problem is they met us already, which means if we go over there as backup, our aliases might be exposed.
0: So that's our issue right now. Seer? Wait. I think you're a bit confused.
1: Yeah, hang on. Let's clarify a little bit. We'll just keep this in game. Yeah, keep going. Keep
5: going. Do clarify.
0: Like the dragon that we spoke to, they like called themselves Batondas.
5: Oh, kinda Mm -hmm. like slaps her head, sorry. Fun fact, my weakest subjects are dragons.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That that fucking got me. Give yourself inspiration. That was fucking good. (laughs) Cause I love that as a character trait. There you go. (laughs) There you go. That's how you (laughs) fucking earn it. There you go. Okay, please go on, whatever the fuck you're saying.
0: (laughs) Although, the situations might be connected, so it's like, not rule out anything we could learn from that. So it's really just like, the body thing. Although, did they say that the body had to be identifiable?
5: No, they just needed a dead valentine, so that's what's kind of nice. They need to show the body, though. So they might be looking for anything that might be, I would say, a key indicator of Valentine.
2: Hey, for I don't know, for the for the benefit that this only happened for them like a couple hours ago. Yep. Uh, could you remind them of a particular
1: detail that I know that you said? Uh, yeah, they they need a body. They 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 definitely said body, not a. Uh... Not not an article of clothing, not a reference to them. They need well, to no, you show said something a body else. to their
2: superior. <laughs> you said something else on top of that that I know that you said at the end of last session.
1: <laughs> uh I'm I'm actually trying to recall. Uh yeah, uh that they need to kill Valentine. Um Uh please enlighten me, Mega. Uh what am I spacing out here?
2: Well you they you uh you specifically asked
1: like if nothing else for his head. Yes. Thank you. Yes. The, well, yeah, that, that's what, yeah, sorry. I thought I covered that. Uh, yes. Uh, either a uh, head or a body that yes, you are correct. And I'll give you inspiration as well for correcting me. So, but in which case, assuming that Seer says
0: that,
3: yeah.
0: Oh, that might be an issue. You don't know this cause we haven't really talked much about it, but they're trying to figure out like where Valentine's ship is.
5: Ah, so they plan to do the old have-the-dead-tell-secrets thing.
0: And that kind of, like, creates a bit of a problem. Because, like, if we if we come up with a solution that changes out the body, well, that wouldn't really, like, work out to do what they want to do with it. Fair. Because, like, the moment they try to, like, do it, it will fail. And then they'll get suspicious
5: then I think the sad solution that I would propose is, I would say, the mess-up of our situation. Let's say I had someone witness his death, that is important, and the problem is that I eliminated them completely where their body is, simply unrecoverable. If they want to find the ship, then they would have to find it by other means since their one route's gone. But then they've lost... A big person that might have been a big rival to them, so at least it might be a win-win for us, more like a loss for them. That's one solution, but reality is it's a tight situation that is rather hard to figure out. Here's the good news, though. I don't assume we have to find Valentine today, so it gives us time, because I'll have to head to this cave at dusk, which means we'll be preparing for that.
1: Um in the phone call itself uh, Eddie you begin to hear uh, the muffles of a crowd along with uh, you as well see a lot louder on your end it sounds uh, rhythmic outside
5: where do you think you could take a look at that
3: uh all right sure
1: mm.
3: he goes to oh where was this again Uh, It's outside. Uh, Out the window? Or my door?
1: Uh, window.
3: Uh, She'll uh, peek out the window at an angle so people don't see her looking.
1: Yep. Uh, As you uh, begin to look outside, you do see, like, uh, a lot of uh, people. Um, Some of them with sailor outfits. uh, Some of them with uh, civilian clothing. All of them with uh, sharp ears, indicating that they're elves. And you see them holding up like uh, picket signs. And uh, slather uh, over them is uh, fuck Haze, uh, down with greed, uh, give us back our land. And uh, one familiar thing that you would recognize, Aluya, is on one of the signs it says uh, for for Litheral. And you hear them chanting. And it goes something along the lines of uh, Elves unite, reclaim our home In the forest where we roam Haze greed, a venomous seed War he sows, our land to bleed And it keeps going on repeat okay. And they are marching down the street And it is a crowd of people Enough to block the road you actually see one like, of the horseless carriages stop, and uh, one man looking out of out the window just saying, hey, get out of the way! And you see the crowd beginning to swarm the car.
3: Interesting. Uh, Eddie, if you could hear me, um, <laughs> there are people outside uh, protesting your family.
1: Protesting your family?
0: Oh, yeah, seer, tell her that's normal
1: <laughs> that's normal,
0: hallelujah, dear,
5: that's normal.
3: oh, well, um, apparently, they also are like dedicating it to the man that I once was.
0: You were a man,
3: yes, and no, the body that I was in,
0: oh, the person you swapped
3: with did he say something?
0: <laughs> seer. <her. laughs>
5: <laughs> just sitting there go like, the person you swapped with, probably. Sorry, yes, I'm just... Yes. Uh, I'm trying to imagine you as something else. Don't worry. Click deflates.
3: So if this is not out of the ordinary, should I not watch no more? They they really seem riled up.
0: Probably, because they're leaderless.
3: All right. Well.
0: Oh, uh, Oh, that actually might be
1: bad.
5: Yeah, we might need to have looks to Olivia Ovia take
1: just ah uh, really against quick here I'm more. gonna I'm gonna offer both the girls the role now uh, nature and perception uh, either or uh, you can pick which one you fancy uh, both them I have, fancy uh, two different nature
3: yeah. I don't think I'm good at either of these things, but I'm just gonna go with perception okay
5: the dice made me so sad it showed a twenty. it's like, yay! and it rolls on an
1: eight. Okay, yeah, I guess this is uh, familiar to uh, Seer and to Luia because you know Seer. Um, uh, as you begin to look at the crowd and look at the sky, um, I don't believe either one of you know the language, but you do see the clouds are filled with messages, almost like uh, people are coordinating. And uh, again, it hits you. Oh, yeah, elves use sky right Looking down, you see angry protesters. Up above, you see coordinated words. It seems like uh, this might be a little bit more significant than a peaceful protest. Uh, Even with that in mind, I will uh, allow you girls one more final check here. This is towards the crowd itself. Uh, Your choice of Arcana or Insight. Oh, Jesus. Yep, 21. And uh, 15. Uh, Yeah, the, the DC was actually 20 for this one.
5: Oh, you're genius, Luya.
1: Yeah, as you're looking down at the crowds here, you do notice that like uh, they're getting violent with the horseless carriage out there, and you even see like some of their eyes are glazed, almost as if their emotions are heightened by a magic. You have a feeling that uh, not only with uh, uh you feel like uh, with the in- uh, instant with a uh, whisperwind uh, lithral that uh, it, w- it agitated uh, this mass protest and uh, other, other people are putting their fingers into this to make it worse. Uh, they're doing a lot of actions that uh, even Eddie can attest to weren't as uh, violent or severe as they're uh, doing right now. It-, it appears they are very angry and possibly dangerous.
5: Well, Eddie, it seems like we're going to have to have a Luya walk out once more, and put themselves in a spot where they might have to calm the crowd. If not that, we might have to use magics to calm them, since it seems unnatural how aggression, how much aggression they have. I think someone's trying to start it so that there's a conflict that's going on with them. And I think this might be the one that sparks it.
0: Uh, I mean, you could stuff it where you're at right now, but it sounds to me like... It needs to be dealt with at the source
5: then we might be able to figure out the source if they well whoever was their leader whisper we might need to have at least them led away with their proud leader and then we find the source but you know you still have that staff right yes i do
2: uh it's a real shame that they're talking over a shell phone because i wanted to imagine they're just, like, both staring at their phone, almost like they're staring at each other.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, with a knowing look. But, you know, they can't see that look. But I imagine that they know what the look is.
5: I'll get Aaliyah prepped. They're the one that knows their voice. Throws the staff at Aluya.
2: I'm not apologizing, Aaliyah.
5: And you'll see Sears know... And I'm gonna take that exhaustion, Gray. And, Eddie, I'm having you concentrate on... Basically an ultra-self with myself, so that I can walk with Aluya to help them out as they are disguised as an elf. As you'll see an elvish seer, basically a brunette, being like, Alright, you know what he looks like, can you turn into him?
1: Yeah. Okay, so you're turning into an elf, so yes, that is exhaustion. Please write that down so we don't uh, forget here. We can't use uh, the typical conditions with this.
5: As a-okay. But that's why I'm letting... um, Basically, I'm trying to disguise with Aluya basically as elvish, and then going with Luya to basically, it's gonna be the whisper win. I'm gonna basically help them out with information.
3: What did you say? I had to be who again?
5: You have to become that man again that you were about to die for, if you remember being atop of a building that you described.
3: Oh, uh, damn it. Okay. Okay, at least I know now. Okay. So I have to, like, get into character, right?
5: Correct, and you also know what he sounds like. We might have to change your clothes, though.
3: Uh, alright. Uh, let me... Ooh, let this me will be play. a very
5: interesting thing to see you as a man, so... Enjoy yourself.
3: I slit a sheet, a sheet, I slit. Upon a slitted sheet, I sit. I must get into character. Ooh. Okay. Wait. He's a dude, so... A uh, slit, a sheet, a sheet, I slit. Upon a slitted sheet, I sit. Is that right? No. Is that manly enough? Should I scratch my balls? No. Oh, Jesus.
5: I don't know if the spell has, has that capabilities. above table. I think Alter Self does have that capability. So if I'm wrong, Eddie, correct me if I'm wrong. It can do it. <laughs> well, there we go. Apparently, Aluia. Think,
2: think of it think of it as a, a, a spell version of, like, being a shape changer.
5: Aluja <laughs> then can be a dude for about an hour, and they can keep it going. And... All we need to do is get Aluia man clothes, which won't be too hard. I'll just, I don't know, be their weird hot elf side chick or something like that.
1: I don't know. I'm i am going to need some sort of a check for the disguise, at least.
5: That's why I'm letting Aluia be the one, because I'm helping them.
1: Uh, does anyone have a disguise kit?
5: I can make one.
1: Are you going to do so? I do so. Okay. Uh what feature allows you to do that? I know artificer can do that. Just uh, remind me.
5: Let me take a look the right tool for the job. Okay. I could create it basically, you know, I could create one magical set of artition tools and they vanish when I use this feature again. I also have I also have expertise with it.
1: Yeah, yeah, just yeah, just go along with it. I Definitely just make the roll. Um
5: You torment me, Grey. I can't.
1: Ah! Well, this one in particular, I, I don't believe I can offer you a roll for, so let me at least uh, and drop a disguise kit. Maybe that might offer you something. With this roll, I'm going to... Uh, actually, I, I'm not going to have you roll, because uh, I would have had it be an intelligence-based check, and with expertise, there's not a chance of failure. Hmm. So please, uh, color the scene as you uh, begin to unpack a, uh, a disguise kit. Like, uh, tell me, like, uh, where where you kept this on your body, what this kit looks like, and how you're uh, powdering up our sweet girl.
2: Sounds a little too sexual when you put it
5: that way. Alright, here's how I will describe, then. Um, okay, I will describe it in a way that would make sense for Seer, because it's kind of weird, in a sense that, if it was, like, anyone else, like Eddie or stuff like that, it would just be, like, a quick, like, slam-bam. However, the thing is that it's a and what makes it strange is that they have to get really personal in this case. So, so it's very strange. You'll get, you're will you gonna see on their face, Aluja, that Seer kinda looks very just like... Not weirded out, it's more of like... They're just trying to focus on making your disguise work with your new body. All masculine and all this stuff, as they are just kinda work with things. Go like, adjusting um, areas and being like, Alright, you look like you have elven fashion now. Does this look accurate to what the person wore before that you had before, Luya?"
3: Out of character, would this be accurate?
1: Yeah, there wasn't a chance of failure, so it's precise.
3: Well, yeah, you got it right on the head with that one. Good job.
1: I
5: I try to do my best. I, I've gotten better with disguises, but also, first time I had to work on a male figure, I would say, at this moment.
1: As you girls are talking, we see like uh, from the camera angle, we're seeing the protesters outside. We see one of them holding a bottle of rum, stuffing like uh, a cloth in it, lighting it up with their hand via magic and just throwing it. And we see like a big gout of fire onto uh, the carriage that they swarmed. And they're even pulling out the person in question and just beating the ever living shit out of them.
5: Well, that escalated quickly. I think we would have, I think we would have been rushing out faster than that.
1: Nope. That's well. This is happening during the uh, the disguise itself. Oh, okay. It's not okay. Happening <laughs> during the discussion. I'm just making it known that not only is this time sensitive, but your actions also take time.
5: Oh, okay, that's why I was sitting there, like, oh shit! Yeah. Ask I'm wait not gonna take. Right? I'm not
1: gonna take away your player agency. He's not dead. It's just they—they they are resorting to physical violence. This is not a peaceful protest.
5: All right, if you're able to, Luya or Whisper win, i don't know your name—you do what you do. You just tell me what to do. I'll just stay by your side. I'm also not used to you being taller, but anyway.
3: Um. All right. All right. So where should we appear? What should I say to them? Where was I? Was I being held captive? Should I say that? No, that would make them matter right?
5: You can just simply say, well, just do what you think a leader would say in this case, because it sounded like this person was not afraid to sacrifice themselves for a cause. But that means we want them to stop pillaging and possibly risking themselves all being murdered, because they might also have connections.
3: Okay, 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 I got it. I got you see
1: the man being dragged across the street.
3: All right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna hustle. But I wanted to make it seem like it came out. Of, oops. Yeah, I know. But I don't want it to make it seem like it came out of the inn.
1: So you begin to uh, sneak out and uh, come in through the marketplace down the street. As you uh, come down the street, uh, looking down in the alleys, you see like a big bundles of uh, trash, just li- yeah, just littered across the ground. You even even looking down one of the alleyways, you just see a dog eating something, blood covering its mouth. And as it turns its head towards you, you see a growl and you see the remains of a cat that's starting to to eat, a stray. And it's just munching along. (laughs) I was going to say, like, uh, the only thing uh, worth note is not only is the alleys that you pass by filled with trash and, you know, starving strays, you do see uh, clothes hangers and uh, painted on some of the clothes... uh, 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 or not clothes hangers uh, clothing lines and uh, on uh, these uh, clothing lines you see banners and painted in uh, sylvan it seems like uh, some sort of uh, protest uh, uh, motto but again I don't believe that you uh, speak the language Uh, sorry not sylvan uh, elvish whenever I said sylvan during this episode I meant to say elvish if anyone does speak elvish I can translate at any time sorry that was my bad um but yes you both of you walk by and you do see this conflict it looks like it could possibly turn into combat if the wrong words are said but you see these people circling around uh, this uh, guy
3: uh I'm going to grab the nearest guy you whose idea was this you've ruined everything
1: you see it's a uh, woman that you touch Very uh, slender uh, Long uh, blonde hair down to the shoulder And she seems shocked uh, Looking at you Oh oh my it- And she squints her eyes
3: at you Lithril Lithril is that you You idiots I had everything under control My whole plan is gonna be ruined
1: Okay I'm gonna need a uh, be- Before we continue on here I'm going to need a performance check, and I'm going to uh, tell you ahead of time before I offer the role that uh, the DC is going to be a little high. Uh, Well, no, it offsets each other. I was going to say it's a little high, but you are dressed up as their uh, uh, previous leader. I'm going to say whatever's heightening their emotions is offset by the fact that you look like their leader. But this does not apply to Seer. It only applies to you
3: no Fantastic.
1: Oh, performance and I will offer you the roll uh, keep in mind if you want to use guidance I'm going to also need a sleight of hand I'll
3: just roll it normal okay oh, God. okay Ooh. okay okay okay
1: Okay. you see them begin to hush and die and heads begin to look at you going towards uh, the commotion and you see uh, one male elf still holding on to uh the carriage driver who's on the ground. And you just see him say, but, but he's a fucking And
3: Unhand him all my hard work. Everything that I was doing for us is going to shit because of all of you. Um,
5: I might whisper to Louie's ear being like, you should ask who put this up before I wasn't the one that did it. But I would do, wait till there was like a lull and a moment where they wouldn't see elven lady talking to the leader but lethril it's a Genosse.
3: don't give a shit right now i had specific orders you guys were supposed to hang back hang back because it was all perfect i was doing what i needed to the hayes family didn't know they hadn't a clue what i was doing i was deep in there and for what you guys made such a commotion Everything is going wrong now.
1: This is a, a bit of a tough one. Um, I can't. I can't have this rely on a singular check. Uh, the person lets go, but you can tell by the looks that they're uh, giving towards uh, the carriage driver that he he he's not moved yet. He's shocked. Still feels like he's in the midst of uh, wolves, and um, do
5: we recognize the person that was pulled out? Or is this just like a random-ass person?
1: This is a civilian. Just a uh, civilian from the town. They look towards one another. And towards you, Um, First of all, just to see how the rest of this will go, I need a persuasion check.
3: Good golly, Miss Molly.
1: Yep, you're going to make quite a few checks here. That's why I apologize in advance. Yeah?
5: (laughs) I got you, girly. Let's make this work. Flash of genius. As what I will do is basically before they speak, I will say something to their ears to make sure they understand, like, follow this idea. Keep feeding into them listening to you, basically.
1: But sir, it's a goddamn Janassi. We can't let him go. He'll drown us. Look at him. And you look at him and he looks human. Can't let him go. They'll kill us if we don't kill them. No. You see, like, the eyes are glazed.
3: But that's no Janasi, you fool. Who gave you the order to do this? I was there. I was deep with the haze. They did not know I was there. And I had to leave my post for your stupid fuckery. So who told you to do this?
1: Uh, they look around. And uh, one, one elf points at the other. It was him. And the guy who gets pointed at just holds up their hands and go. No, no, it it was her, and as we follow the finger goes to the woman, and she goes, no, no, it it was him. Points to another person, and you just see that this confused web. It seems like each one believes that the their ally, the person next to them, goaded them on, motivated them. It can't quite see the head of this uh, Hydra.
3: Who are you? The protests weren't enough. Our stupid, peaceful skittering wasn't enough. So I changed up the plan. The plan was going well. And now here you are, you stupid cocks, and you're fucking it all up. <laughs> Holy
5: shit, they're going hard. I, mean, I love it.
1: Give, give me, uh. I would have said, uh, deception, but the last part makes me think persuasion again. <laughs> cause you are lying. It's just, I really like the idea of like the main motivator from that being the, you're fucking this up.
5: <laughs> well, and I love it too. It's because it's a persuasion because they go like, they're pointing at each other. And this person's just furious. Like what did it flash of genius. Well, I don't know. Yeah, you know, like, like give I,
2: them... I imagine that this is just like the like spoilers, you know, like for a decades old anime, it's like, uh, yeah. but you know, like, you know, like the final episode of like, uh, death note, uh,
1: <laughs> yep. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Here. You idiot That shit... <laughs> shit made me cry.
5: Um, I feel so tempted to give them. I've been holding this. oh no, never mind. I was looking at an old note. I might give them my inspiration.
1: Okay. Inspiration for reroll.
5: <laughs> reroll, because I'll, if I don't have to flash a genius, I'll. I won't. But I want to see if they get a better reroll. So let's see it. Okay.
1: I will offer the roll once. Uh, one more time for you
5: so rare to get an inspiration and I already burned it.
1: Yeah, just they begin to shrink back. And you see that the carriage driver during this uh, commotion is beginning to like crawl away from the crowd because you have their full attention now.
3: Uh, Just get him a moment. Start cleaning up this mess. Bring me the man.
1: Uh, They put a foot on his back. To stop him from crawling, another person come, uh, another two men walk up and begin to drag him towards you. And, uh, you see, uh, this poultry, uh, large man with a barreled chest and, uh, uh, I hesitate to say, like, suit, but it is very fine clothes. It's a step away from the suit. You see a very fine jacket, a little, uh, round hat, uh, with a short rim to it. And they, uh, a wa- yeah, imagine Watson from Sherlock Holmes. He has that mustache going on, too. Um, he's on the ground before you.
3: Uh, uh, well, Lithril will lift him up and start uh, cleaning off his clothes. My apologies, sir. Here is some gold to better suit your day. Now, I, I will say this. If you utter this to anyone, I will come to your home. And fucking stomp your head in. I don't know what got into my men, but this is not how we're doing things. Do we have a problem here, sir?
1: Intimidation with advantage. Oh, Jesus. You see him, like, knee shaking. And you see his breath becoming more rapid as he just goes, Yes, uh, we, we can agree with that. Uh...
3: Not a word. You will not not utter a word. not this to anyone. If somebody asks you what happened here, just say you were mugged. That's it. Mugged by who? Not any of us. You will keep going about your day.
5: Above table, Gray. Can I try to see who's in the cart? But go ahead.
1: Um, well, no need for a check. There, it's an empty cart. Like uh, again, it looks like this person was driving around on his uh, horseless uh, carriage and uh, got uh intercepted by this uh crowd so as they kind of got fucked up yep yes uh mum's the word
3: uh he will uh she he will point at one of them pay the man the rest of you clean up this mess yep
1: you see them beginning to uh take out little uh pouches and uh film with a little handful of gold give to uh, the poultry man and he uh tugs at his hat and begins to, you know, lean forward and uh, does a a bit of a a jog and disappears. And you see that uh, the elves are tipping back up uh, the carriage that they tipped over. But this uh, does take a a little bit of time here. And as you begin to watch uh, this all go down, you feel as if someone's watching you.
3: Can I glance over to see where these eyes are from?
1: Hmm. Um, yeah. This will be a uh, perception check, and I'll allow you both to make it.
5: Perfect. Can I also make... Nah, never mind. I don't think I can get away with, like, having Rascal do a perception check kind of thing. I was thinking, like, depending on how prominent this person is, I might ask Louie if I should send Rascal to try to spot where they go, you know? That is a very sad roll.
1: You just hear Bogdan laughing in your head.
3: This is my perception roll, right? Sorry. I was reading something.
1: Yep. Perception. Go ahead. Wow. Uh, Without giving yourself away, you look at your peripheral vision, and you see a person in Nally leaning forward, watching everything go down. And you see them clicking their tongue. And because this happened within, uh, the hour, if not an hour and a half ago, uh, you do recognize the face as, uh, one of, uh, the disguised, uh, genasi that you and Seer, uh, met up with as they withdraw back into the alley.
3: I will clock it. hmm All of you gather here now.
1: Yep. And they, uh, begin to, uh, surround you, all of them holding, like, uh, picket signs, Uh, banners, and even a memorial towards your name.
3: Uh, he he will straighten up and gain more composure and try to seem more chill. Well now, I need you all to continue this protest. And that's all it will be, a protest, because we have to keep up our pretenses. You will make like you don't know where I am. You will chant my name. You will try to rally the troops, but you will do it in a peaceful manner. You will make like you never saw me today. I was so... I just needed one bit of information. And I have to start over again. So if you don't hear from me for a bit, I'm working. But keep up this facade and keep it peaceful. Off with all of you.
1: Um, Although not one of uh, the conditions... The spell. This seems like a, a situation where a check is insufficient. Uh, this is a situation where uh, these people need to be cured by one means or another by lesser restoration.
5: Oh, I could easily and, do that.
1: Well, do you, well. I was just going to say, do you have enough charges for everyone? If not, you're going to have to uh, get creative with. Uh, um, how, how you many people it are to there? Multiple people. Uh, all the ones that are around you. So that's uh, a lot. Three, six. Uh, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13,
5: 14. 14. How many spell slots do I have? Blah, blah, blah. That's that. That's that. Yeah, I have enough.
1: Oh, Jesus.
5: I just would burn all my spell slots for the day. But hey, not all, all the spell slots, but I have... Here's the thing, and I want you to know this. Um, I also have just six free charges. Okay. Um... So I could just do six people right away. As what I'm going to do, I'm not going to make it seem like I'm just touching people randomly. What I'm going to do is like, as if I'm trying to like, make sure I'm actually going to play the role of basically like helping out with the crowds, but basically every time I bump into someone, I poke them with a Lester restoration. Um,
1: it, so you're committing to this just to make sure,
5: I mean, someone put an influence on these people. If we leave, if I, if I'm going to first do the six people for free and see how the reaction changes Uh, Their
1: eyes uh, lose their glossy uh, uh, sheen. They seem like uh, they're more intentive, like they're more in mind, that they know the cause.
5: Now, this might save me some time, too, as well, if I do the first six. Is everybody glossy, or is it just like some people are glossy?
1: Uh, Everyone seems glossy. It seems like it was a group spell.
5: All right. Then, with that said, I will... Keep going around for the next eight. So that means that's four first levels. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I have enough spell slots for it, but basically burn all my second and third level spell slots to achieve this goal.
1: Then I will say uh, towards uh, the entire party, each individual person gets a thousand EXP. This is for uh, how uh, Captain Eddie was handled peacefully without uh, combat and how this mob was dealt with without combat. Because, uh, uh, let me uh, uh, bring back the curtains here. If you did not dress up as uh, a Whisperwind, uh, there would have been no checks. I would not have offered you an opportunity to diffuse this through words. Okay. Yep. Just want to really put a point on your creativity, and I want to reward everyone individually 1000 exp for dealing with both the combats without having to resort to violence or I should say not combats high stress situations is better put encounter you,
2: you could just encounter is general enough in the terms of D and d to qualify as such yep
1: yeah. all right you expended some resources people seem like uh, they remember the cause and they look like they're ready to do a peaceful protest.
3: I will slink back into the shadows, glaring at all of them, and then putting a finger to my mouth like, you never saw me.
1: Okay. And uh, they ignore you. Uh, uh, Each one of them having a small smile on their face as they have new uh, vigor. And uh, they begin to chant and uh, roam the streets. You didn't see anything, did you? (laughs) (laughs) Um, At this point, I kind of want to swivel towards uh the other two members of the party here um it's been a, a hot second you had a, a bit of a phone call what what are both your plans here
0: well i guess while they're dealing with that <laughs>
2: <laughs> just hanging up the phone while that situation was going on <laughs> or the shell phone
0: i guess like that still begs the question of a couple different things
1: um I would say at this moment, like, uh, Valentine would come in with his uh, spice rum, drinking it, but not participating in the conversation, but being present to listen to it. And wink-wink to the only other person in the room. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what do we need to do? Well, I'm not sure if you were overhearing. We need to figure out how to give someone a body without giving them a body.
4: And we find- we could, we could dig up a dead body and give it to them.
0: Well, you see, the thing is, is that at least as far as they're concerned, that body needs to be kept in Valentine.
1: Spits rum from mouth. While looking at Valentine.
4: While, Eddie, if, do you want us to bring Valentine to them?
1: Uh, I, I, I'm sorry. No. I thought that was obvious. But <laughs> what, what? What's this about my body? You see him just grasping at his throat.
0: Oh, sorry. You were missing for the shell phone
4: call. And Eddie, I am sorry. I don't listen to your private talks. I try to be what you people like is privacy. Is that right?
0: Well, I'm not sure if people say it that way, but... (laughs) (laughs) But, you know those, uh, those guys you were talking with
2: last night?
4: Yes.
0: Well, he
2: was like looking over
0: at uh,
1: Valentine to make sure that he was following a conversation now. <laughs> yeah, he's nodding. He's just in pure shock uh, as you guys are talking about his potential corpse. But he's following along that uh, it seems like you guys aren't going to offer that authentic thing. But he's staring at the spiced rum, wondering to himself, Did I just simply miss hear them? <laughs> and he begins to start chugging again.
0: So, well as it would turn out to be fully. It's like, uh, they are part of the rebirth bastion and they do seem very intent on making sure that you're dead, but I think I also suspect that they want to use your dead body to find where your ship is.
1: How, How the hell would they do that?
0: Well, I'm not sure if you're familiar, but there is a kind of magic you can
1: use to Get
0: information from a dead body. Such witchcraft.
1: <laughs> I see him coughing. As, uh, this is straining his throat.
0: I mean, even clerics can do it, but I guess if you want to call it witchcraft. Ever trust a man of the cloth? So, but yeah, that's one situation. But that can be dealt with, you know, with a bit more time flexibility. But the other thing, though, is that. Well, the longer that we're here, the more at risk we put the people that we swapped places with. So we have to be efficient with our time.
1: Why do we need to be efficient with our time? <clears throat> all right, all right, this is really good. And he shows he a little bit of spice drum to you. Can't we just do things and just hope that works? It's always worked for me.
0: Didn't that way also get it to where you lost your voice?
1: Well, when you walk, sometimes you trip. (laughs) And he just shrugs his shoulders.
0: And then also find yourself connected to a cursed sword that makes comments that get you beat up in the middle of an
1: alleyway. The sword begins to rattle and uh, break its uh, uh, twine. Yeah! You're a piece of shit, aren't you? And he just holds the fucking guard and... uh, While also holding on to his throat, he says, Well, sometimes when you trip, you fall down a cliff.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's like, like
1: Eddie pauses for a moment, Hmm.
2: and like a thought cursed him.
0: Hey, so like, how does that sword work again?
1: It has a curse on it. Wilder can't dare part away with it.
0: As in, you can't willingly part from it? Or is it that it eventually just finds its way back to you?
1: Scrunches his eyebrows, nods to both? Oh, <laughs> when, when it's been taken from me, it somehow o- always ends up back in my hands.
0: What's the longest it's gone?
1: A day actually very helpful. Me and my crew, we we're bound up, tied. We took away our weapons. And just as night fell I was going to sleep And it ended up back in my hand again I was able to cut the rope And he gives a very sinister leer And I slit the throats of those sons of bitches
0: Hmm How sentient is it? Does it just say random stuff? Yeah, it's his old mind It's just one
1: track It's always vulgar
0: Hmm, alright I think I have a
1: plan. Raises one eyebrow and looks towards the tree man for comedic effect. (laughs) (laughs) I will follow Eddie's lead.
0: Well, it does require a little bit of extra information, but Seer and Aluya did say that they were going to speak with them later tonight. I need them to reveal their intentions for why they need the body intact. If I can confirm it, then I think I have a way of not only giving them what they want, but then also making it so we're not giving them what they want and giving us what we want. It does mean though, that we need to cut a deal with your sword.
1: Anything to get rid of the damn thing.
3: What are you talking
1: about? As he's holding the rattling sword. So, well, that part, it would at least
0: mostly be temporary. Well, I guess if we really wanted to, you know, most curses lift after the person dies. Links, make it sound like you're going to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'd bring you right back. Links again, like within a minute. <laughs> Minutes a very long time. Well, we could do it in six seconds. Well, that would be, for, be before my turn. Yes, that would work in combat. Before my turn. Uh, but anyway, although when you first became cursed by that sword, did you like bond to it spiritually first, or did it just happen the moment you touched it? Happened
1: the moment I touched it. Alright, that works. And I'm getting the irresistible urge to talk like a cliche pirate. Actual effects of the sword. Look it up. <laughs> Not fucking with you, dude. <laughs> Aye,
3: matey.
0: Alright, so. Here's my plan,
1: and are we gonna so. cut at that, or are you actually gonna explain? <laughs> like, actually, we'll we'll
2: cut to that because we'll actually like cut to it to where like uh, Eddie uh, uh, like makes a shell phone call. Better, <laughs> mm. better, better,
1: better, 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 better.
5: Gotcha, better,
1: better. gotcha. Like. Let me hear the two locations so I can imagine the visual in my head. I imagine there's, like, a vertical streak across the screen. On the left, we have uh, Seer. On the right, we have Eddie. I imagine Eddie's in the bedroom. And in the background, we just see, like, uh, Valentine with the drunken sway as he uh, finished off uh, his spice drum. Uh, Where's Seer and Aluja in this picture? Back in their inn, walking in the street.
5: I think we would go back to safety so we wouldn't have issues. We just take the long time, the long method. Correct. And then I would say also, if it was like literally Metal Gear Solid style, literally yep, it's like... It is like that. Eddie, Eddie would just pop it up and there's an elf woman instead.
1: Metal Gear. Ottercon.
5: <laughs> Ottercon?
1: <laughs> no, you already got inspiration. You're not getting another one.
5: But I burned it!
1: <laughs> it was really fucking close though. That, that almost got me. But anyhow, Sierra, if you
5: like... Don't be alarmed. I have returned, and we were able to stop a possible riot, although it seems as if these people were influenced by some sort of magic. Is there anything else you might have noticed as well, Um, Aluia? Also, Aluia's a man, so they might struggle to make it sound like themselves.
3: Eddie, I don't know if you can hear me. Uh, well, Seer. They were definitely influenced. I noticed one of those Genasi folk that we met hiding out in an alleyway somewhere. They kind of backtracked off in another direction.
5: Currently, we're playing double agent. So while we're helping them, they're hurting us. It seems like they wanted to cause some issues and bring attention somewhere else. Since these elves seem to be activists of some sort for a bigger thing. But if they did cause a conflict, I think it'd bring their eyes away from what the Genasi are doing
1: here.
3: I'm going to excuse myself while you guys talk. I'm going to use the facilities Uh, don't worry about me.
1: (laughs) And again, much like Valentine in the back room getting drunk, we see like an open door to you trying to figure out how the hell it works. (laughs) 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 Just being confused as hell and your hand's always covering. So it's just like...
3: I know I'm supposed to stand for this.
1: Step one.
5: (laughs) If they struggle too long, I'll teach them since... I've worked with enough You're too patients. busy with
1: conversation.
5: No, no, but I'm just saying it's like side comment. I'll help them if they get not struggle too much. Um, but anyway, um, the conflict that we have now is that someone's trying to influence the protesters, a.k.a. the Janasi group that we're working with. And my guess is, is to go against the grain, because I think they're trying to bring distractions away from themselves. Now, we ended it peacefully. No one died. And Aluya I'm actually rather impressed by how persuasive they can be. I also liked how, wow, I'd never seen how they could be so angry. Um, but we were able to make it so that they scatter and try to keep a peaceful protest. I was able to fix all the people that were influenced as well. So if it happens again, we'll know that someone's constantly trying to influence them with magic.
0: Mm. All right. So then they do have somebody powerful working with them in the background. Indeed. I had to burn many of my resources to fix it. Anyway, I think I've come up with a solution for, well, at least the new problem that's come up. Do tell. Well, it requires a couple different things. But specifically, I do need a little more information when you meet with them later tonight.
5: What I might do, if, with your permission, if you don't think it would be an issue, I might try to modify your shell phone to connect with Rascal so that instead of having to... Activate it manually here. I could make it so that I could command Rascal to open the channel for you to listen in. But I might take a bit
1: of giving information to the other side of the party. I would never agree to that.
5: I know, but imagine (laughs) like that'd be cool. Plus, I know I'm being sarcastic.
1: You can fucking absolutely do that. That, That's a blessing.
5: Beautiful. That'll make it easier so that I could be like, all right, Eddie, record on. Keep your phone up as I could just, you know. Have Rascal hide in our clothes and then just listen to the conversation. Basically, I'm wired now. Does that dragon have a wire? <laughs> you're crazy! Get out of here! I'll murder y'all. You, you
1: are you constable? You have to tell me if you're a constable.
5: <laughs> I'm not a constable.
2: Airtight.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you know, I mean, I guess as long as you make sure that everything inside the shell phone stays with it, then I guess it should work.
5: It'd also be easier than crushing it between our thighs or something like that if we wanted to disable it. I just asked Rascal now to hold implode.
1: hold Hang on, hang on. Now, now we're back, backtrack a little bit here. Uh, now <laughs> I'm not so into this idea if we're not involved in thighs.
5: Wouldn't you want something to explode then? Because I was going to say I could just ask Rascal to implode themselves.
2: Jesus. Are you into an explosion happening between a woman's thighs?
0: Next question, (laughs) 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 but, uh, (laughs) but yeah, I think I might've found a workaround for, well, covering the bases anyway for like the whole body situation, but it would require that I confirm that they're trying to get the corpse for information.
5: I think I could sweet talk them a bit after we handled the situation with this scaleless dragon. Because if things go well for them, they might be in a cheerier mood to share more information. Since, well, what I could say is, like, I could ask questions of whether or not- Well, there's ways of bypassing people from being able to access information, and that is that- Do they need the body fully intact? Do I need this and that? And then they might explain why they need it. If that helps out. So I could get that information for you.
0: Alright, good. Cause- I'm fashioning something together, but, like, all the pieces need to be together first. So, oh, also, um, Mm -hmm. I know this sounds a little counterintuitive, but I do need you to kill Captain Valentine.
1: (laughs) Again, spray of spice rum in the background during uh, Eddie's call.
0: Mm. Captain, we talked about this in the fade out.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Then, well... Eddie, I need to know this particular um, answer, if you answer this correctly. Do you want him to just die in a way that would intact the body, or do you want me to actually murder him the way I would murder him with Aluia?
0: I need him to be able to come back. I just need him to be dead long enough for a curse to be lifted.
5: Then, I will make sure Aluya and I do not use methods that would incinerate, burn... Dismember, behead, or anything that would make it so that it'd be very hard to revive them.
1: He's he's growing pale in the background.
5: (laughs) I also will not do what I did last time, where I actually disintegrated their body, like you would. Lastly,
1: handsome face.
5: I promise (laughs) to make sure that Aluya doesn't send them into a weird void.
1: Seems like he's sobbing very quietly, just like Eddie
0: in the Eddie in the background. It's like a. Don't worry, I'll make it up to you. My
5: other question, though, is that do I need to, I might, do I need to make it a public display or should I make it more quiet?
0: Hmm. No, it... like consider for a moment. No, it's very important that this is quiet. We need as little information for them as possible.
5: Then just in case, after I modify the shell phone to, on Spanky, I need you to know this. If I make the shell phone live, it means someone's watching. And not because I let them, it's because they just followed us. Which means if I do that, well, that means then you'll know and we might need to make it a bit more of a struggle. Because I could kill Captain Valentine pretty easily. It's just, if he's seen with you,
0: you'll have to make a more of a show of it. Well, the important thing is that, again, we just kill him for long enough to, you know, end the his attachment to his cursed blade
5: then i'll make sure
0: if you can believe it this blade is actually very important to this plan
5: then i'm ready for it but after dusk i think i'll plan a night raid then on you
0: also make sure that when you make your way uh to my place i guess since you used all of your capabilities today make sure that you're able to Revive someone tomorrow.
5: Should not be a problem. I also know Luya has the capabilities as well. I'll prepare us both. I have enough gems to make it work.
0: All right, then we have a game plan. Mm. Now if you'll excuse me, I need to figure out how to barter with a blade.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and would you like to use Flash of Genius on your intelligence
5: roll? I will have to, mm-hmm. so yes.
1: Okay. Uh, you, yeah, you, you can, uh, as a free action, you can, uh tell Rascal, or, uh, sorry, Smatty? What, what the fuck was his Spanky. name? Of Spanky. Uh You can, um, w- with your invention on Spanky, you can open up a line of communication as a free action. And, uh, there, there's no checks or anything, it just works. Alright. It, it sounds like we're kind of fast-forwarding towards this meeting, am I right? Wrong? Uh, is there anything that needs to be handled beforehand?
5: Yes. Why is Luya taking so long?
3: My fault. Yeah, they would have returned back. Looking quite pleased with themselves.
1: Uh, just pants. Well, actually, no. Uh, I'm gonna allow it to be a check. We're, oh, we're childish no. like that. We, could, yeah, we we're, we're childish like that.
3: Pee everywhere. Um,
1: disadvantage, and it's gonna be a straight dexterity check.
3: Because
1: mm. you're unfamiliar. You're at yeah. You're especially unfamiliar with your uh, lively uh, uh, sex life. Oh boy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It, when you come back, you you seem satisfied, but uh. uh Sir, so you can smell the urine. You're looking down at the pantaloons, and they're just soaked. You look back at uh, the latrine and uh, hit everywhere besides the the toilet.
5: I assume that your newfound freedom was a lot more struggle than glory.
3: Well, it was, but... Oh, wait, I'm still in this man form. <laughs> I mean, yeah, uh, so it's harder than it looked, but it was very interesting doing it standing up.
1: <laughs> it's why every man says it's harder than it looks.
5: Uh, I'll clean up the messes. Just take off the pants and I'll just clean that up too. I could take care of that for you, Aluya, And I'll also teach you how to use it mm-hmm. since I also had to deal with patients that dealt with issues mm-hmm. like that.
1: Okay. The yeah. montage of uh, both Seer and uh, male Aluya, both of which are elves, uh, looking down at uh, male Aluya's crotch. And uh, there's a montage. Yeah. Malou yeah. Yeah. Malouia's crotch. Um there's just a montage of training with some badass training music in the background.
5: Dun, 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 dun. dun, dun I was dun, thinking more dun, of the dun, the dun. South
1: Park uh uh training music that they did for the World of Warcraft.
5: Training montage.
1: Yeah. Montage. Yep. Honestly though, I think it's more of like Seer cleaning up the mess. I do want to hear from uh, Rakuzen, good old uh, Mavet. Before we do the skip, is there anything in particular that you would have accomplished during the day? Any scenes that you would like to have?
4: There's really not much for Mavet to do here.
1: Being inside of a building, being a bodyguard with no danger.
4: Maybe just looking at books within the mansion, struggling to understand what they look, what the letters mean. Maybe I can find a good picture book that I can snag. Mm-hmm.
1: Are you learning how to read?
4: Uh I'm attempting it.
1: Okay, yeah. Let's uh let's do a quick check on that. Let's do an intelligence check uh, straight out just for you. See how much of the alphabet you learn, and are you learning common?
4: Yes, I'm learning written common, and I feel because I am illiterate, I should have disadvantage on it. So
1: I'm um, myself- that's what no. Well, hang on. That's what I would say, but since you dedicated an entire day to it. I feel like uh, the perseverance and the time spent offsets the disadvantage. But yeah, if you spent an hour short rest, yeah, it would not be possible. But you dedicated the entire day. Um, you learned 13 letters. So halfway through the alphabet. Nice. Yeah. So when just remember, when you try to read things, you can only go halfway through the alphabet when you try to read.
2: Oh, there actually is one thing that Eddie would need to make sure to do like uh, during this part of the day. Yeah, go right ahead. He will need to introduce Captain Valentine to his father.
0: (laughs) Oh,
1: God. All right. Um, Mavet, you uh, end with the scene. This is going to be a little hefty one. Yeah. Okay. Um, Please uh, tell me. I I need you guys to lay it out for me to know how to react. Like, uh, what's the line? I know it sounds really weird, but what's the lineup? Who's leading? Who's in behind? Uh, How? how do you guys approach the door? Like go, go into minute detail for me.
2: So, uh, well, I imagine that, uh, uh,
1: that his father's probably in his study. I'm... Yes. Yep. The same place where he had the
2: heart attack. Yeah. So like, uh, so yeah, like, uh, as like Eddie is like, you know, like leading captain Valentine, like uh, to the study. He's just like,
0: all right. So it's actually really important that you wait for my signal before you enter.
1: Why? Why is that?
0: Well, Pops has been having a bit of heart issues recently (laughs) so it's just better if I do things like slowly plus he also has a very specific idea in his mind about what you and mom might have been doing together and I need to navigate around that minefield
1: (laughs) talking? he just raises an eyebrow (laughs) no Why, why would he have an issue with me and her talking he seems honestly confused.
0: Uh, no, I mean, he doesn't think you were talking. He thinks you were...
1: Making deals behind his back?
2: Oh. Uh, raises both of his hands, <laughs> makes one <laughs> hand a circle motion, and then yep. the other hand, the finger, and just like start, it's like a inserting the finger in and out of the circle.
1: Yeah, imagine really squinted eyes scrutinizing what you're doing. And as you begin to make the connection, his eyes slowly begin to widen.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and, you know, Pops is a very powerful man. If I'd left you out on the street long enough, you probably would have been dead in a few days and made it look like an accident.
4: Mavet's just miming Eddie because he doesn't understand it. And seeing uh, Valentine's eyes widen, Mavet thinks it's a type of magic trick to charm people.
0: (laughs) So, yeah, it's just really important that I have a chance to talk to him first.
1: Okay, so you go up to the door. uh, Yep. Yeah, as you approach the door, no perception check needed, you hear a scuffle in the room hear, like furniture being moved uh, rapidly, the shattering of glass, and uh, two sets of footsteps. Oh. Eddie knocks on the door. <laughs> uh, one moment, my boy. And one second. Okay, natural twenty. That's good. You see a uh, a plume of uh, smoke uh, go underneath the door as you hear a faded scream. You're almost done. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> and this time it sounds like uh the splattering of water
0: <clears throat> all right
2: coming so uh, eddie opens the door and like you know like like uh peeks his head in
1: yeah as you uh come inside and i again i forgot that there's also audio <laughs> uh for our listening audience i made uh Essentially two rolls for a very powerful Eldritch Blast. I did a critical roll on the first one for 39 damage. And uh, the second roll, no crit, 21. (laughs) And as you open the door, again, there's just uh, Ash in the air. And you just see him just hovering his little, like, uh, paw over his, like, blubberous body. And uh, you just see Prestigitation doing his work, cleaning him uh, through uh, his echo. But yeah, uh, you just see Ash in the air. And a broken window. Oh, I'm going to have to get someone to fix that. (laughs) Damn it all. Wiggles his nose a little bit.
0: I see you brought your work home with you.
1: (laughs) It's just a couple assassins again. Bastards never learn. And he wipes his little nose. So He does a little waddle over to his uh, study.
0: In fairness, it is a little bit harder for them to figure out it's happened.
1: Gives a little bit of a nod. Yeah. yeah. I do say, my boy, it's just becoming more frequent. They think they're so damn clever, but they don't understand the haze way. And he, like, taps on his, uh, the side of his head, then looks towards his, uh, echo. It'll take much more than that to take down a haze. As he readjusts his tie. Little floral purple tie.
0: <laughs> yeah, my friends learned that the hard way. Well, I guess. Not really, them. Again, that that situation was complicated.
1: Yes, don't don't uh, don't startle me any more, my boy. <laughs> I don't think my old ticker can handle anything else.
0: So well, I do have some good news,
1: and I also. Oh, what's that, my boy?
0: go well, I did find Captain Valentine.
1: And you just see a smile spread on his face. Oh, you're such a good lad. What, did he bring me his head? <laughs> oh, you're such a good boy. You know how to handle it the haze way, the strong way.
0: <laughs> well, actually, I didn't need to kill him at all.
1: Oh, what, did he kill himself in front of you? <laughs> yes, I would expect no less.
0: Uh, actually, he didn't have to do that either.
1: Raises his eyebrow. Well, how did he kill himself? Well, no, he's still alive. Uh, the smile drops. What are you trying to tell me, my boy? It's like, well... as like, uh, Eddie
2: kind of like, you know, like, uh, like, uh, taking a seat in one of, like, the comfy chairs. Mm. It's, uh, it's
0: like I actually had to, uh, probe him for information. Because, you know, I needed to figure out what exactly he and Mom were up to.
1: Or something indecent, I suppose. I know, I know your mother. She, she would not do so willingly. If I catch my eyes on that rapist, I'll have my paws on him right around his neck. And when I do, and you just see his hands in front of him shaking like he's about to snap a neck. Squeeze the life and make sure he looks me in the eyes. Ugh. Yes, my boy. Got too excited there. You know how I get when I get the upper hand.
0: <laughs> well, actually, uh, nothing happened with mom at all
1: He, uh, stops, stares at you, puzzling before opening his mouth a couple times and nothing coming out What makes
0: you say that, my boy? Well, how do I put this? Oh, wait, no, that's actually, it's pretty easy It's, uh, he's a much more of a, of a grandpop situation
1: Uh, I feel like at this moment, uh, James would, uh, look at the wall And we see a crooked uh, family uh, portrait. And uh, if you will, Mega, please go in detail of what we see. Like, I want to imagine a group of otters in front of the manor. But uh, I feel like this is a good time to tell the party, like, uh, the hierarchy and what they look like. It's like, uh,
2: the very interesting thing about this is that, um, like, there does seem to be, like, a few different... Well, I hesitate to say seem because of the interesting nature of uh, of Triton. Because uh, <laughs> they have a bit of a longer lifespan, at least compared to, like, uh, like, a number of humanoids. They can live up to 200 years. So even though there are individuals, like, in this photo, that might at least, like, appear older, it's not really much older. So, like, I would imagine for you all, like... Uh, like, you know, like essentially essentially a a group of like similarly aged otters sans like uh, for uh Eddie, who probably would have been like younger when, you know, like this like this
1: particular portrait was painted. Um Um I would like to say, like in, in my mind, body proportion wise, I'm kind of uh, imagining imagining uh, the same variety of the Adams family, where you have all body types essentially, uh-huh. like uh, <laughs> all extremes. Mm-hmm. It's like a, it's like a,
2: like most notably, uh, like the ones that um, uh, that James's eyes would probably like fall on. It's like a, his eyes would like, in particular, like fall on you know, like uh, the grandfather's. It's like uh and they are like in this particular like uh part of the um uh of the dynamic it's like a one is like a bit more like uh like a built as it were whereas like uh the uh whereas like the uh the opposite grandfather is like a bit on the uh the smaller side uh it's like uh like probably like uh like a presenting themselves like you know like a bit like uh more younger ish you know, given the again, given the circumstances of like uh, Triton, um, but like basically that classic combination of like, you know, like a, like, a, well, I'll put it in community terms. Like, you know, like a, like a somebody that's a bit more like, a, um, you know, I'll just say twunk and twink.
1: <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. And yeah, we got it. <laughs> and his eyes linger on it. He is a nose uh, nostrils flare Look towards you. Maybe even cocks his head a little bit. My dear boy, how would you know this?
0: The same way I learn about anybody.
1: Uh, I actually need a uh, persuasion with this one, as he is very stubborn on this issue. My dear boy, you are certain. 24. See him give you an incredulous look, and then his expression softens a little bit. It's like, and Eddie will just say, like, again, maybe with that more, like,
2: uh, more confident look that his father is like still getting like used to and maybe that's why he kind of like yeah like uh, like backs off on it just like
0: pops i am 100% certain that nothing could have happened ever between captain valentine and mom
1: <laughs> you see him stare at you for a long time and again it's that same stare when he was like uh, gaging your uh, allies your friends on uh, how much they uh, actually cared about you Like, how genuine the connections were. It's that stern and cold look. And back in the day, it's that look that would make you fold. It's that look that would keep you in line. But your defiance, your assurance that what you're telling him is fact makes his expression soften. Takes a very deep breath, and you see, like, some fire escape his nose. Breathes out, and we see smoke come out, although he's not smoking his cigar yet. <sighs> and it appears that I'm mistaken. <clears throat> My dear boy, beyond what we say at this point, I want you to convey one message for me to Captain Valentine. You see him, full paw, tapping on uh, his desk. I have eight shots, and I don't miss. And I think to accentuate that point, like his finger drags along the desk, and we see ash coating his uh, fur.
0: Uh, well, if you want, you can tell him yourself.
1: As Eddie
2: uh, like, eyes begin uh, to bulge, <laughs> as, in, as <laughs> like the as like
1: Eddie opens the door. <laughs> yep, and walks Valentine. Uh, Ma bet, do you fall suit or do you stay outside? Hey, Papa Eddie. Zy's Stare at Valentine Flicker to the woodman To which he gives A nod Then back towards Valentine I hope you heard that His eyes are just slits From how much he's squinting And you just see uh, Valentine Come in sheepishly Like maybe even a hand Rubbing the back of his neck And another hand over his throat
3: Yeah I I
1: got the message As his feet are Stepping within piles of ash Then James, his eyes dart towards Eddie once more, nose wiggling in the air, hands moving towards his cigar as he uh, goes to clip it. (sighs) Smoke bellowing out of his mouth. With
0: that out of the way, Pops, we do have a couple things to discuss, and it does involve Captain Valentine.
1: You're right, my dear boy. There's something I would like to know. Flicks his cigar into uh, an ashtray. Obviously gilded in gold. <laughs> um, How did you meet my wife? <sighs> Just see the cherry begin to glow a bright red over blue tobacco. And uh, Valentine, his eyes dart over to Eddie, almost as if looking for permission to speak or if uh, he still needs to maneuver around.
0: It's like, it's safe. The hard part's over.
1: Gives a slow nod. Your your wife found my voice. See, Hayes began to cough a little bit. (coughs) She what? She she found my voice. And he taps on his uh, throat. She said she'd give it back for a few favors. I was her errand boy for a little bit. And she said that this week would be the last week. That she had one more favor. She wanted to go to Frostheart. And you just see... Like uh, James, shake his head, his chin's uh, rolling from it. What? Crossheart? That's dangerous! Why, the, why in the hell's would she ever want to go there? He tries to calm himself down with the cigar.
3: <sighs>
1: and uh, I think uh, Valentine would uh, look at the ground for a moment before meeting the gaze once more, and he would just say, hmm, How do I want to phrase this? She said that she was... W- Felt like she was walking through a swamp. She she would clear this quagmire. I, to be perfectly frank, I feel a bit scuffled on the details. But it had something to do with the imports and exports. It revolved around Frostheart.
0: Pops, you remember us talking about the rebirth bastion.
1: <sighs> Gives a nod as you see like a few gears rolling in his head.
0: Well, one of the head honchos is this guy called Quackmire And I'm thinking that mom probably figured out that he was involved with all of the problems that our family's been facing, well, business-wise.
1: James begins to lean back in his chair, and he says nothing. He takes another drag, allowing you to continue.
0: <sighs> and I can't really confirm it, but I suppose we could always just ask mom herself, but I imagine she didn't tell you because of all the heart problems you've been having.
1: Preposterous! As he goes for his heart, <laughs> saying that. Pops,
0: please be real with me. You spoke with Sir yesterday about your condition. It's bad, and I think mom knew that.
1: They're over-exaggerating, and as he speaks, smoke is leaving his mouth, and again, it's not from the cigar. Zier told you yesterday, Pops,
0: that if we didn't intervene, you would have died.
1: Hasn't killed me yet.
0: Only because our family's
1: protected. And again, he gives you that cold look. If
0: it were anyone else, you would have been
1: dead. You see, his reluctance, he doesn't want to admit weakness, especially to his own son. Self-evident.
0: But, at any rate, this involves all of us now. And... I think part of what needs to happen now... Well, two things need to happen. One, we do need to get Captain Valentine his ship. At least, if nothing else. It has Hayes imports
1: on it. Valentine gives a nod.
0: But on top of that, we also need to confuse the Rebirth Bastion for a few days.
1: Darts his eyes to the left and right. What do you mean, my boy?
0: Well, as we come to find out, the Rebirth Bastion wants Captain Valentine dead. But then they also want what he knows. And we can't give him either. So... As
2: like, uh, Eddie, you know, like, uh, taking his vape pen and like, uh, uh, inhaling that a bit before
0: breathing it out. We need to do what our family's really good at. Well, I guess this is more specific, but... I need us to get a body that looks identical to Captain Valentine. Smokes cigar. Hmm. And then... Hopefully, once this plan's worked, we have a number of days to start making moves against them. And if we play our cards right, well, not only will we be protecting this estate, this island, arguably this whole region, but if nothing else, probably saving the business. But we gotta take out this Quagmire guy, as well as their leader. And I think Mom knew that Frostheart's connected.
1: You, uh... See a gleam behind, uh, James's eyes. Pride. Approval. And you just see a smile begin to creep up on his face. And I think he might even say to you, Eddie, You know, my boy, this issue, and he just motions around. On the island, didn't take you long to undo this tangled string. You did quite well. You even have a damn good plan. You see him, smoking.
0: Well, I learned it by watching you.
1: Satisfying smile. And you just hear him just mutter in a very low voice through uh, exhaling smoke. I love you, my boy. <sighs> and he more clearly says, Make me proud. You're doing the Hayes family good. As he exhales. Eddie smiles, nods,
0: breathes in himself. Well, then he we better get to work.
1: Gives a nod. You'll have your body. And I kind of want to imagine a uh, smoke fills the screen and it goes black. All right, Eddie, we see a uh, God. Yeah, uh, we see a pristine uh, facility within your ma- uh, manor. I kind of want to imagine you guys have your own own morgue for one reason or another within a uh, cold uh, table. One reason or another. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. There, there's a specific reason why it's here. It's just we're not going to uh, paint the picture. I like the mystery behind it. For some reason, you guys have a morgue. And we see a cold corpse that looks uh, very close to a, va- a Valentine laid onto the table. And uh, Mavette, you're here. Eddie, you're here. And uh, unless I'm looking at Valentine himself, I would also say Valentine is just looking with disgust from a distance. <laughs> Please. You have the stage, Eddie.
2: So. Yeah. So, as part of the, uh, uh, as part of the like uh, the preparations here, it's, uh, Eddie is going to like have done two notable things. It's like, uh, and he's actually going to have them like prepared for like uh, before even like see gets here because because uh, honestly, he's going to create a certain le- a level of like a, both like a truth and deception in this regard. <laughs> uh, but Eddie is going to make sure that. Is going to like uh, have prepared a uh, like from his own supplies, like uh, a particular poison. And he's going to make sure that uh, he has like uh, one dose of it introduced into the corpse.
1: OK, so just so I have an understanding here, Sears in the mor- or, OK, Sears going to be coming to the morgue. Mavets in the morgue, Valentine's in the morgue. Uh, the body double is on the table and you are injecting this body with the substance. Do I have that uh, painted clear in my head here? Like like he's introducing it in a way
2: so that it uh, definitely seems as though it were consumed. <laughs> okay. It's Like, uh, that is the, uh, that is the idea. Mm. Mm. Um, uh, and then it's like, uh, and then like, uh, previously, like, you know, like, like, uh, through his own family's resources, he's going to make sure that this body has already been spoken dead with.
1: Oh, okay. All right. All right. I see what you're doing here. Hmm. Um, here, here's the thing. This is what I want to do here. My bad. Yes. I'm going to say that uh, no one in this manner knows the spell, uh, Speak With Dead. But you've been uh, given a a a druidic focus. It's a specific towards druids where only druids can use it that has one charge of Speak With Dead. It's been mostly expended. And again, for some reason, it's in the morgue. (laughs) So it might uh, really paint a picture of what the hell's happening here. But yes. Uh, It's uh, one of the last uses of it. You are going to have to be the one that casts the spell. So Mavet will cast the spell. Well, let's go into a little bit more detail here. It does have a charge of it. Yeah. Yeah. And because it's a magic item, there shouldn't be any use to it. That's only with spell scrolls. Yes. Carry on.
4: You. What does the, what does the instrument look like? Hmm.
1: I kind of want to imagine it looks like, uh, this is going to be a a, a very far away callback here. Um, I think the last time I mentioned this was the armistice uh, ball in uh, Drogport. But uh, this material is uh, a twisted ironwood. It has like a steel shimmer to it, and on the inside, uh, the core has uh, a blackened uh, yeah, it has a blackened core with uh, golden rings that you'd imagine from a chopped tree. But the branch is twisted. It's black and as hard as steel.
4: The mavet will grab the instrument, give it a little shake to activate it over the corpse's face, and cast
1: Speak With Dead. You just see the body react to it, just doing the last gasp of air. And you just see the body fall back. And at first you think, "Did, did the spell fail? And then you just see crawling out... From the center of the chest, just clawing its way out, you see a green, ethereal spirit. And what's strange is the spirit is it does not look like the host. You see it has four arms and uh, much like uh, the alien from the alien movies, it has that like eyeless and elongated head. As it comes out, it's almost monstrous. And you see its serrated spine, basically cutting through the corpse but leaving no wounds. And it just spirals out. And you just see its mouth open up, waiting to be asked anything.
0: What is your name?
1: Edward!
3: Edward! (laughs) Tillinghast!
0: Where are you from?
3: I am from St. Enfis,
1: capital. Of a Dontis not Dantis. Giuliano. I'm dumb. <laughs> Bucking up my own shit here. Capital of Giuliano. How did you die? I betrayed the Hayes' family. I sought the life of one of the family members. I paid the price. Have you left any family behind? One bastard. An old house. Two daughters. The noble
4: Eddie, can I get a question? I
2: think I've asked four, so there's only like
1: one left. Go ahead. (laughs) Are you scared? Its head does a 180 in the wrong direction to face you. Because I imagine you and Eddie are right next to each other. All it would have required is a slight tilt, but it goes in the completely wrong direction. I am terrified. It sees me. And it looks up towards the sky, but... You just see the ceiling above you. It goals for me. And I think it just begins to claw its way up, almost like it's climbing a mountain. And it reaches towards the ceiling and phases through.
0: Uh, well, that's been taken care of.
1: <laughs> Looking over to Captain Valentine.
0: Sorry you had to see
1: that. He looks a bit shaken. It's a bit surreal to see my own face and a spirit leaving it. So, well... So uh,
0: Seer's gonna be here in a bit,
2: but it's like as uh, like uh, Eddie is going to uh, produce, you know, like uh, the same poison that he just did. Like
0: it's like when Seer gets here to do what uh, what they need to do, I'm gonna need you to drink this.
1: Holds it in his hands, looks towards you, and looks back towards it. I need a persuasion check from you, Mega. I'll offer it, and then while you're doing that, I'm going to have him make me a will save. Well, before. Uh, well, possibly before this rule in case
2: it affects anything. It's a, it's
0: a, for what it's worth, this is the most painless way to do it. And I do have the thing on me to make sure that it leaves your butt, it leaves your system. Basically the quickest and painless way to do it with the lowest probability of anything going wrong.
1: I'll make it, uh, with advantage with the plus two. Because you, you have a solid plan, uh, you outlined exactly what's going to happen. It now just takes courage and convincing. I'll make that a plus four with how high you rolled. <laughs> and he did need that because it was 15. Um, he gives a slow nod. I trust you, Eddie. And like I said before,
0: I'll make it up to you.
1: Winks. Gives a bit of a <laughs> smile. Yeah. At this point, I need to ask you, Eddie. Um, uh, during uh, the speak with Dead uh, with uh, the body on the table, is there a cloth over it? Like, uh, Explain like how this body looks at the moment.
2: Oh, yeah, like after that whole, you know, like a uh, thing, especially to make sure that Aluya doesn't freak out.
1: Uh, it's like a, he is going to put a sheet over it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And that's uh, exactly what I want to hear is everyone's going to make me will safes. <laughs> I'll make sure to offer the rules. Uh, Seer. Yeah, you already used up your inspiration, didn't you? Okay. Um, And just make sure, uh, Eddie, you did see the prompt. Just want to make sure that's not hiding from you.
2: Yeah, no, it's like uh, actually because of this... Because this might be important and, uh, although your saves aren't that great,
0: I keep forgetting how low your wisdom is.
5: I'm not that great.
1: Yep. It's, uh, only plus one with the wisdom, minus one for exhaustion for a flat D20.
2: Although, like, uh, is, um, oh, it actually, oh, sorry, I, because, like, haven't we already had, like, a uh, two scry saves today?
1: <laughs> uh, no, this would be the second one for today. The one I did at the start of the session was for, uh, the prior day.
2: Oh, Okay.
1: Yeah, it's I'm trying to remember it as best as I can throughout a day. It's near the start, near the end, or eight and eight. I will say consistently it is eight and eight for my own sanity, yeah, or at least round eight.
2: I mean, I guess it doesn't particularly matter for, uh, well, matter as much for Seer and Aluya, but because they're not here
1: yet. Yeah. Um. Just to clarify, Seer, uh, there's nothing in your arsenal to deny that.
5: I mean, I have Flash of Genius. But the problem is like I don't, to... I'm not aware yeah, of Yeah, you
1: scrying. need to see it. Yeah, see it. Yeah, no, that's perfectly fine. I'll make sure to jot that down. Thank you. Uh, everyone can uh, continue. But I guess, like, uh, Yelka, yeah, like, uh, later
2: in the day, it's, uh, when Seer finally arrives, because I imagine that they probably wouldn't come until, like, a little bit before, um, question mark. I don't know. When would you
1: guys have tried to come?
5: Trying to see if I have a way to hide.
1: Uh, even if you did. Oh, yeah. No, uh, Eddie would, uh, inform you. Yep. Ben is, uh, an
5: I mean, I will do one thing. It is a risk, so it sucks for me, but I'm gonna do it anyway. I might as well come as a different disguise, which means I will also take another level of exhaustion.
2: Well, well, no, though. I mean, like, the whole purpose of, like, do, Aluya doing the Dimension Door thing is so that you wouldn't have to do that.
5: Ah, uh, that's fair. It's just that if I failed something, I'm just trying to think. I'm just looking at my spells, and I really don't have anything to hide in, so... A rope trick, right? Oh uh, yeah, I could do a rope trick. Oh, no, I burned all my higher-level spells.
1: Yes, you did.
5: Let's... Oh, sky Self. I don't want to do that. You know, I could... I could do one thing where the Golden Cloak... Um, The Cloak of Cyrus...
2: Well... Well, that, honestly, this is more of a situation where, like, I don't think you really need to worry about that because I think it would be very suspicious if it were happening from a meta perspective, happening at the exact time that we are having the meeting that we're having right now, especially since it's only a 10-minute window. I don't, I don't think we should have that particular role influence like a how you like come to this partic- this particular meeting, like with Eddie, because again, it'd be just, just be very suspicious if it were happening at this specific moment.
5: Fair enough. Then okay. I will do as I, if Eddie tells me of things or stuff like that, I will basically, you know.
2: Or honestly, if Aluia is feeling particularly uh, paranoid, she could always just cast a higher level dispel magic on you.
5: I do have <laughs> Since that. the
2: spell target is like uh, you.
5: Might be safer because we don't want them to see all the connection stuff.
1: For the information you have to work with, Aluia, whoever's doing this has only heard of you guys secondhand been able to just breeze past these checks. Right, I think Aluia does have a 5th level spell slot. She could just
2: completely burn through a hypothetical scry if she wanted to.
3: <laughs> I do. Is
1: that what you'd like to do?
3: Uh, if it would make it easier for Seer and not have to add anything to her exhaustion levels, yeah, I'll do that. Alright.
1: And you said 5th uh, level?
3: Yep, I have that.
1: Okay. If that's the case, uh, expend that spell slot. Okay. And... Just because for uh, shits and giggles, you feel as you dispel this uh, magic from uh, a seer, you feel an intense rage as you kill it. <laughs> <laughs> you swear. If you listen very closely, you can hear a distant curse. Okay. Well, I'm going to go back in my notes and uh, write down, dispel magic on that. Anyway, on to the meeting. Yep. Perfect. What I'll say here is, uh, the party meets together into uh, the morgue and uh, they begin to stare at the air quotes dead body of uh, Valentine as you all feel like you have the upper hand against your enemy. And if uh, anyone has one liner, please say it now or forever hold your breath. It's,
2: uh, it's like, a, you know what? It's like uh, Eddie just leading Seer over. It's like a, like a drawing the face of the... You know, like, of course, the Dead Valentine briefly. Eddie just looking specifically at Seer. It's just like,
5: Dead Ringer, huh?
1: (laughs) And we'll end the session on that. Thank you guys so much for playing.
0: This has been House Common Blood. The intro and outro music is Oh My Dog by Savick. And any other music and sound effects used in the episode are royalty free. Credits can be found in the episode description. Please review us on whatever podcast listening app you happen to be using. And if you like us, tell other people. Word of mouth is the best way for us to grow. Thank you for joining us. Stay connected.